0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this special episode of HubShots 296. We're talking about our newly developed HubShots framework. And why do we do it? Because we often found people in a state of overwhelm. And so we're going to introduce you to the HubShots framework. We're going to show you the five stages of the framework, the focus areas of the framework that we can utilize to actually take you through, a sneak peek of some specific details, And we're going to share with you three real world examples. My name is Ian Jacob from Search to Be Found
1: and with me is Craig Belly from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Really well and really excited about finally making this public. We'll talk about the problem in a second. But yes, this is something we've been using with our clients since last year. And it is providing a lot of help and a lot of relief for them. But let's talk about the problem and what this is designed to solve. And it is this word overwhelm. And we'll talk about why you might be overwhelmed with HubSpot. HubSpot, as we all know, is quite a sophisticated, mature platform. It's got a lot of functionality and offers a lot of value to people. However, there's a number of scenarios you might find yourself in where you're feeling overwhelmed by it all. I'll give you a few examples that commonly come up for us. The one that we're hearing a lot is I've inherited HubSpot. Someone else in the company set it up. I'm now here and in charge, I've been given responsibility, so I've got to try and work out what's going on. It seems like HubSpot has so much to offer and yet I'm overwhelmed. Other times, it's look, we've been using it for a couple of years, we've really focused on email marketing or perhaps ads integration, That, but there seems to be a lot more. We just haven't had time to look at, kind of overwhelmed, where do we start? And then the other one, of course, is a big problem for a lot of companies these days, they're losing staff, resources, they're going off, getting other jobs. So You might have had a a team last year that's now smaller in size. You're like, wow, someone else was looking after HubSpot. I kind of knew what was going on, but now I've got to look after it. What do I do while we're waiting to hire someone else, et cetera, et cetera. So this is common. And if you're relating to this as you listen to this, then you're not alone. So enter the HubShots framework. This is what we're trying to do. Provide a little bit of clarity amidst all that chaos. We're trying to take you from overwhelm to order. And so how does the HubShots framework work? We're going to go through that in the next couple of minutes, introduce you to it, and explain how it all works. All of this that we are covering in the show today is on our HubShots site, hubshots.com framework. You can get all the details and you can actually download an A3 PDF poster version of the framework. But let's jump into it. It's a five-stage plan. Ian, let's go through the stages. Let's do that, Craig. So I'm just going to quickly go through the stages and then we're going to talk about
0: the key focus areas within those stages. Stage one, looking at foundations. Stage two is about enablement. Stage three is about efficiency. Stage four is about effectiveness. And stage five is about empowerment. Okay, so now let me go back and let's think about what are the key focus areas for each of the stages and just give you an example. So the key focus for stage one, which is foundations, is really about basics. Setting up your portal, making sure the basics are in place, make sure everybody has the right level of access. That's stage one. Stage two, which we talked about enablement, the focus here is on activity, right? So, this is about tracking all the key interactions that we're having. You'll often see page views, emails, ad clicks, social media engagements, sales activities, really important. So, that's stage two. Now, in stage three, the focus here is on automation. So, we want to get all the key marketing and sales and service processes automated so we can free up some time and have the right people notified and the right contacts nurtured. That's a really key thing, nurturing the contacts. Stage four, where we talked about effectiveness, this is a focus on attribution. So here you want to be able to confidently identify what's working and why it's working and do more of what's working. So that's the key part here. Stage five empowerment, which here the focus is on continuous improvement. And here, now that you've freed up your time with the automation, you want to use that freed up time to proactively use
1: the latest tools and grow your business. That's really the key of stage five. So that's it in a nutshell, the five stages, high level overview. We're going to dive into this in a little bit more detail for the rest of the show, but it's a five stage plan. And It's a maturity model of sorts. We want to take you from wherever you are. Maybe it's stage one, you're just getting started, or maybe you're in stage three, you've kind of got parts in place, and it's what do you work on next.
0: And Craig, I just want to highlight to people that, and this is from our use and conversation together, is that people have different products, they have different business focus, so you, let's say you're a highly driven sales organization. You actually might be in stage three, four, or five, but in terms of marketing, you could be at stage one. And so just understand that doesn't mean that everything, like let's talk about the product, if we break it up by product, we're not traveling through this framework in a linear manner. It could be that you are in sales and service, you might be at stage one or two. In terms of marketing, you could be at stage five. So just understanding where you are. Yeah. Is a really key thing. As you see, as we'll go through this, we've created a document and something where you can go and tick things off, or you can even print this. I'd encourage people download the A3 brochure, get it printed on some nice cardboard, take it away, and highlight all the bits where you're at because that's a good representation. And stick it in front of your desk on the wall to see what's happening. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see it gets really detailed, and we're going to go through some of that detail now. And give you some real world examples because that's really what this comes down to. It's like this is the roadmap to growing better with HubSpot, right? And in doing so, we want to be able to clearly map the journey. And I always tell people, Craig, the analogy of I remember going for a really long bushwalk, right? And I went through the bush, and to our is all over the world, it's, it's like a forest. And let's say you're just following the path. You, you, know, you kind of know, okay, I, I know where I'm going. I'm just following the path one step at a time. You can't see too far ahead, right? So that's one, one thing. The next part is oh, I was climbing a mountain. So you could actually see the path and you can look at it and you can get really daunted and you go, oh, my goodness, that's like miles and miles of walking I've got to do. But as long as you know how long it's going to take you to get there, how are you going to take the next step? I think that's the big thing. So you might feel overwhelmed here. But don't be afraid because you have a clear path to stage five. So I want to encourage people, don't feel
1: like it's too much because there is a way forward. Really good point. And we do expand on some of these. There's some diagrams here. You can click the high-res versions and get all the details. Let's jump straight ahead into the actual details of the framework. As you said, it, it is quite detailed. It's quite granular. I'm going to jump over here to a Google Doc version we have that we use with our clients and prospects. And the beauty of this is we can easily tick things off. What have we done here? We've got the five stages and then down underneath, we've got a tick box for every single item in HubSpot. And for some of them, I know you won't be able to read this yet. We're going to zoom in in a second. But as you said, Ian, actually mapped to specific hubs, sales hub, service hub, Marketing Hub, and for each of these areas, whether it's assets or automation or attribution, drilled into them. And as you said, it's a path. By the way, I know I'm going off in a bit of a tangent here, but as you said, Ian, some clients are like, "Oh, look, we want to race ahead and do this really advanced piece in HubSpot." And we're like, "Look, that's great, but unless you've got the basics in place, you don't have a solid foundation." So this guides you through. Let's actually have a look at a few examples just to get a bit of a flavour for some of the stage one through to five
0: so the first one we're going to talk about and these are real life examples is let's talk about a focus on assets right and we're going to talk about this asset called a landing page that often we all have used at some point in time and about how that applies from stages one to five so stage one we've got a simple out of the box template for our landing page right which is going to get started quickly it's got all the components that we're going to start stage two. We might actually look at doing a proper template with our brand styles. So it's more coherent with what we're, what we're representing in our business. Stage three would be, let's say, let's do some SEO optimization, right? So we want to make sure title tags are correct. We've got the meta descriptions correct. Got enough content on our page. We've got all the alt tags correctly, things like that. So that's stage three. Stage four, we're going to look at some smart content in HubSpot, so personalization, and see how we can better improve that page for our users to make it better for them. And then stage five, we're going to look at A-B testing and adaptive testing, depending on the version of HubSpot you have. So here's kind of a path in terms of talking about landing pages about how that applies to stages one to five. Now Craig's going to talk about activity
1: and working with contacts and how that Actually, it happens in stages one to five. That's right. And, and so that's a really good example. I might just comment on that, Ian, because it highlights that there's a path, as you said, a path forward. And here's a typical conversation we'll have with a prospect or a new customer. They'll say, oh, look, we really want to do A-B testing of our landing pages or multivariate testing. We're like, oh, look, that's good. But actually, do you have a landing page template in place? Oh, no, not yet. We just want to get started. Oh, and what about um, smart content? Can we do that? We're like, yeah, yeah. Yes, you can do that because they've received an an email or an update from HubSpot. Oh, I do uh, multivariate. That's great. Let's get the basics in place first. Have you actually got a landing page? Is it actually a template that you can work with and easily update? Has it been optimized? As you said, all of those things. So it's the path. I know I'm kind of just repeating these steps you went through there, Ian, but for listeners, this is the reason. It's so that we just guide you to the next highest priority. Let's have a chat about an activity-related item, so an activity piece. You might start with manual entry of contacts, and then you've got email tracking, maybe some forms in place. You've got the Outlook add-in or the Gmail add-in, so email tracking's there. Then you might be looking at some properties on there or lifecycle changes, lifecycle stage changes. Then you've got some calling in HubSpot that you add to the activity, and then later, there might actually be some use of playbooks and things like that for how you're actually talking with clients. And so that's all around activity. You're tracking activity. And sometimes, again, we get into conversations where people want to jump ahead. And that's, that's great. We love that enthusiasm. Oh, we want to use playbooks with our sales reps. Okay, that's great. But are they actually tracking emails from their inbox? Oh, no, we haven't set that up yet. Okay, let's start with that, then move on. And so what's another example? What about even just training? Yeah,
0: let's talk about training and let's talk about using the tools, right? So understanding, so let's say it's stage one, you just want to understand views and how you can segment your contacts, right? So that might be stage one. Stage two might be using the, how to use the Outlook and Gmail plugin to log all activity. So just understanding how to connect all of that in and what value it is to you. Stage three, we might look at uh, customizing your setup and your layouts, so that's really key. And how do you do that efficiently? Stage four, we would look at using reports, how to actually use the report builder. so training on how to do that. And stage five, things like using the latest features, so the public betas that are available, uh, inbound calling, etc. But just you know, making sure that you you're on top of that and you're able to maximize that in your hubspot journey
1: another good example and i just had a comment to that as well training especially with customers that are very, really keen on hubspot they want to jump ahead and they all, they actually get themselves overwhelmed oh we want to train on as you said inbound calling oh great i got this note from hubspot they now do inbound calling great how do we set that up oh hang on have you actually got your layout set up are you actually got the, the email plug don't get ahead of yourself. So this is a guide once again. I know I'm labouring that point, but that's what we're seeing. This is the overwhelm we see with people. So many things to do that they might even start them, but never get them finished. They start something because it sounds exciting. That's that shiny object syndrome. They never actually get their foundations bedded down.
0: Now, Craig, how do people get started? So there's, I'm going to say how there are three ways people get started. So the first one is people in their business and they're using HubSpot, what we wanted you to do is download the poster of the framework, right? Review it where you're currently at. You know, you could be in a mixture of stages like we've mentioned. And then once you know where you are, you can identify your priorities and then build a plan for your month ahead or two to get started. Now, secondly, if you're working with a HubSpot partner, what should they do, Craig?
1: Well, again, feel free to share this with them. So we're making this publicly available as a PDF. Anyone can download it and use it. Our goal for you is that you get the most out of HubSpot. And we feel the framework is a really nice way to help you do that, have a path forward. If you're already working with a HubSpot partner, share it with them. If they can use it with you, great. Go for it. And I know there's a lot of partners that actually listen to the podcast as well. So If you are a HubSpot partner and you want to use it with your clients, you can also do that if you find this helpful. And the only stipulation we'd have is don't remove our name from it. I know some people do this. They kind of get a model or a framework. They kind of tweak a few things, uh, remove the original thing. So just keep our name on it. We're not going to try and steal your clients, but it is our IP. We just want to keep our name on it. And also, if you're a partner and you use it, uh, please use it. Please let us know feedback. Of course, this is, I think, version five or six we're up to now. This will be version 10 before you know it. In fact, even as we were preparing the show today, Ian, you and I were saying, oh, actually, I think we should tweak this bit. It's a little bit confusing here and we can fix it. Oh, and there's a new thing to add to it. So every week or so, we're actually updating the framework and we love partners to kind of give us that feedback as well. So please use it. Just keep our branding and credit on it and get the most out of HubSpot with your clients.
0: That's right. And that's our goal, right? Maximize your investment in HubSpot. Now, listeners, in the future weeks, we're going to do a deep dive in here and serve the next few episodes. We're going to go deep into the five stages when we talk about activity, assets, automation integrations, attribution, administration, strategy, and then training. So stay tuned for that. Now, Craig, what is the whole idea of this when we're talking about all of this? What is the result we're after?
1: Yeah, well, if the problem we talked about at the start was overwhelm, the result we want is you're getting organized. We want to go from that chaos to clarity. That's the whole goal of the framework. It's what it's designed to give you a feeling of being in control. All right. Now, we always do a quote of the week
0: in our shows. So here's... Here's the quote. It says, the journey of a thousand miles start with a single step. And I know this is a cliche quote that gets used way too much as we were talking about it, but it's actually very appropriate in this instance. And if you're watching, there is
1: a very cute dog. Very cute dog with little legs. The point is, right. Even if your steps are small, the journey on the path that you talked about starts with a single step. Correct.
0: And I always tell people, and this, this, this is not just with HubSpot, but it's with life in general. It's far easier to move something that is in motion than something that is stationary. So whatever you're doing, if you're moving in a direction, we can guide you down the right path or we can correct the path. But if you're actually standing still, it's very difficult. So there you go. Now, here's the action you take. A download a copy of the framework, the A3 poster. I want you to go and print it out. I want you to write all over it. If you've got an iPad, put in your iPad, scribble all over it, using GoodNotes or whatever app you use, but print it out, mark it up, stick it in front of you. It'll actually provide you a way forward. And I think, Craig, credits to you. You've actually spent a lot of time with this. So I just want to call that out, listeners, that Craig has spent a bulk of his time going through this, building it out. I've come in and helped him along the way. But I'm very appreciative of what you've done, Craig. So thank you for making this available to everybody in the journey and the process. And I know it'll grow bigger and better. And so I just want people just to get the
1: benefit of all the work that Craig has actually put into it. Yep. Thanks. That's the intention. I think we're at the start. This is just the start. I'm looking forward to where this goes over the the next year.
0: That's right. And as we always say, if you want to connect with us, please firstly, subscribe to the show notes. By subscribe to the show notes, you'll get an email from Craig and you can reply to him and he will read and respond to your email. If you want to connect with myself, oh, I'd love you to connect with me. Tell me you listen to the show. Every week we get people connecting and giving us feedback about the show. And we love that. So I want to say thank you to all our listeners. We really do appreciate you. And what will help us if you can share this with others that are using HubSpot or even if people are considering using HubSpot, this is a great resource. And if you are in HubSpot, and you're listening to this, either you're in sales or support, again, share it with your teams. We would much greatly appreciate it. And please reach out to us and tell us if you have feedback, because we're always looking to improve the framework and improve the way we're doing things. Well, Craig, until next time.
1: Catch you later, Ian. Hey there, thanks for listening to this episode of HubShots. To get the latest show notes, HubSpot tips and marketing resources, sign up at HubShots.com. You can also book time with us to help you grow better with HubSpot.